Thanks for downloading another podcast with UW alumni. This morning we're talking with Matt Lucarelli, who finished his MBA in 2016 and is now the director at Capstone Construction. Matty, how are we? Very good, thank you. So Matt, as director of Capstone Construction, what is it? So it's a commercial construction company, which is you know, sm- small builder. Um, we focus on repeat clients. We we very hands on um, and try to do things a bit different differently to the to the average builder, I guess. And did you see that? I guess when you started your own company, did you see that there was like a hole in the market where you're like they're not your companies aren't servicing clients as well as they should be? Certainly. So we we're, I spent the last ten years um, working for Perkins, uh, particularly Perkins mm. TPD, which is a a mid tier builder, I guess you could say, and they were very good at being hands on and, and getting in there and kind of servicing their clients. Yeah, they were restructuring changing where they were going um so i guess the 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 opening was there um and that was the i guess the catalyst is the time right i mean the economy is slowly moving its way up but was there a bit of risk factor going and we're like oh is the time now or is ready now and ever now and ever but the economy is one thing but you you know the way i look at it is firstly you, you there's, I don't think there's ever the right time. If it's booming, it's hard to get people. Yep. Um, if it's dead quiet, it's hard to get work. Um, so it's more you know, backing yourself. And, and, and I don't need a heap. I only need a little bit. Um, yeah, the time was right. Starting your own company is always a big risk. And I think you've got, you know, with you having such a young family as well, I mean, you've got a two-year-old, you've got mm-hmm. another kid on the way. I mm-hmm. mean, running your own company, every decision is going to impact on your family. I mean, every decision you make, do you think, what do, you, what do you think of first? Do you think of your employees? Do you think of your family? Like, uh, families uh, absolutely comes first. Yeah, always does. Day to day, though, they sacrifice a lot. Um, certainly had some conversations before I made the made the move, but it was you know it was a long time in the planning, and the MBA was really a good practice for you know let's see how that work life kind of structure works I guess for the family yeah and, and that worked fine and you touched on I guess how you know you've been planning this for a while I mean mm. how long have you been planning on setting up your own company I guess it's evolved uh, you know I, I, I never I didn't from the outset I wasn't I want to run my own company um, I certainly love the autonomy of having being able to go and I want to go in this direction and do this or yep. or I want to you know manage my staff this way mm. or I want to employ this person or that type of thing and I guess about three years ago I'd been at Perkins for six years. You know, I, my experience was kind of capping out. It was either move on or I go down the path of starting my own thing. Yep. And that was really the, the trigger for the MBA. It was, well, let's, I think the right decision is to stay put and, and learn the business more. Um, but I wasn't really challenged. So I did the MBA and that kind of opened my eyes to the corporate side of the world. Yep. Um, and do I want to go into that change completely? And mm. the answer was no. Um, I, I don't, uh, you know, highly structured, big organisations weren't for me. Yeah. So really out the back of that, I thought, well, there's, and this is not a criticism of other companies, but there wasn't a company I wanted to work for. Mm. Um, so I thought, well, I'll, I'll try build that one. Well, that's a big, and that's a big call by you saying there's not a company I want to work for because mm. I guess a lot of uh, the recent grads, people that have been grads for mm. 10, 15, 20 mm. years, they kind of still have that mindset of like, that's a company I want to work mm. for because do you think that they're maybe too afraid to start their own and take their own path? I don't think it's for everyone. Yeah. And I don't think it should be. But I think people want to work for a company they want to work mm. for. Yeah, and, and the pay has to be right in, yep. in, in the realm of things. You know, conditions have to be, you know, they have to have the, the opportunities to learn. But people just want to work for a company. Generally, people want to work for a company that they like. And, the, and they want to work with people they like. And is that the type of place you're trying to create? Because I, I mean, you're putting people first is such a big thing in mm. companies. Mm. How, I mean, how is your company st- structured to I guess 
enable people to, I guess, to even grow in your company? Mm. I mean, you said you kind of basically had enough at Perkins, you kind of learn everything you can mm. and moved on your own way. Are you wanting to, I guess, develop people in your company mm. to help so kind of become yeah, you? Yeah, yeah no, not, n- no, become what they want to become. Yeah. And, you know, being a smaller business, and it's, it's not going to be a huge business tomorrow, and it's, you know, in the long term, will it? Don't know. Mm. Um, but it, it thrives off the good people, be it young, middle-aged, whatever, yep. that come through and spend three, four, five years with your business. And you have to have the mindset of, well, they're going to come in, I'm going to give them heaps, hopefully they learn heaps, and they're going yep. to, they will leave. And they should, they should go on to, you know, they should come through the business and, and learn and then take the next role. Do you, you think know? there's not enough people in all industries that have that same mindset as you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but... I'm, that's purely the, the only reason I say that is that's that's what I wanted. Yeah. You know, that's and uh, that isn't out there. Not that I could see. Yeah. Not in the building industry, um, and I suspect probably other industries. But I don't know. But I guess that's the way I view it. Is that you know, clearly they're not going to work for me for thirty years. Yeah. Um, and best they get the best out of me, and mm. I get the best out of them while yeah. they're there. You know, and and that I think that'll work. Yeah, absolutely. Now, with you starting your own business, you know the risk, you know the reward. What would you say to someone who wants to start up their own business? I've, I've spoken to a lot of people about this, and sometimes they say, just don't do it. Don't do it mm. at all. I mean, I guess it all depends on which industry they're in. Mm. But yeah, if a young, if a student came up to you or someone who's 50 years old, would you give them the same advice? So I'd look at it and go, so where do they want to get to? Where do you want to, you know, not tomorrow, where do you want to be in 30 years? Mm. Where, do, where do you want to be? And, you know, if that's, they want to have the autonomy to run their own business, well, is it now? Maybe. Do you is it are you better off going and working for someone where you're going to get ex- experience how to run a business yep. for num- a number of years and and then go do it just you know bluntly biting the bullet and going and doing it you know maybe not the best idea mm-hmm. um, but for some it probably is you know some, but I, I think it's really just working out where do you want to go and then work back from there. Mentoring is a really big thing and big part of the UWA community. Have you ever had a mentor in your time or even th- just through the process of starting your own business? Not formally, but the, the guy I worked for at Perkins was um, a, a serious good operator and yeah. I was lucky to work. So the, when that when the business I was, the, de- the department I ended up running, when that started, I was the first employee um, and he was the director. Um, so I was lucky enough to work alongside him from you know for six years from the day we started it with yep. one project to the day I left where we had you know 20 30 staff and and a, a very successful organization would, would he consider himself a mentor to you because I, th- I know for a lot of people it's just them providing advice and the term mentor sometimes scares well, it, people to be honest, off. it was it was more just watching and watching and listening really yeah. like just day-to-day you know seeing how you dealt deals with things and, and and how to approach situations so no not I wouldn't say a formal mentor no. yeah. Yeah. yeah do you think that's something that people should seek or is absolutely. it more of a, yeah, absolutely. I, I think, you know, I didn't deliberately do that, but mm. my 20s in reality was working in a place where I got heaps of experience and not worrying about the other stuff. Yeah. But that's what it was really, not deliberately. In hindsight, that's what it was. And that's, you know, that, that's, I would seriously, you know, recommend people that, that they do that. You're involved in the Perth Children's Hospital Merging Leaders in Philanthropy Program. Love to find out more about that. So as a program set up, about three years ago, we were the first kind of group to go through it, and the by the foundation, the um, Princess Margaret Hospital Foundation, and they they wanted to encourage younger people to get involved earlier, and you know earlier in their career, rather yep. than you know I'm 60 now, I've, I've made my money or I've done my thing, and now I'm going to give back. Mm. Um, so it's really just about getting younger people involved, really, and that's you know that 
I, I think it's working for them. I hope it is. We kind of came up with a program that was bigger than anyone <laughs> had um, had assumed we would, um, which is finally being rolled out this year. Um, a huge amount of work from the, the foundation's team has gone into doing that. Um, and you may have seen the dolphins around the city. Yep. Um, so that's that's us. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so um, which took a lot of work to get it there, but it's, you know, hopefully it's going to raise a lot of awareness for, for mental health, which is what we're, the, the cause we're trying to support. Oh, beautiful. So, so I mean, how and why did you choose to be involved in this program? So I got approached through a friend, I guess you could say, through the NBA. Um, she'd been approached to be the leader of the team, I guess, um, through her, her connections um, in business. And I guess my philosophy generally is, you know, yes, yeah, give it a go. Seems like a good thing to do. Um, and I was, I was keen to give it a crack. You so. seem to be someone that is always keen to say yes at opportunities that come that present themselves. Mm-hmm. Try to, yeah, try to, um, and purely because it's just interesting to try different things, you know, like this podcast today, yep. it's you know, something different, why not? Um, and, and you generally find the people you, you meet and, and learn from, are, it's invaluable. Do you think every now and then there's some students that do say no to a lot of stuff, there's some recent grads and even anyone that does put a bit of a roadblock in front of themselves mm. without even realising it. Do you think people need to have more of a mindset to say yes to more things or... Is everyone else yeah. different? What? Well, through when I did my, my undergrad at Curtin, I, I didn't do anything mm. other than go to the classes, hand in my assignments, and, and that was it. You know, um, and even probably the first couple of years out of uh, out of uni, that's I, I, I didn't. Yeah, you know, I avoided it, and uh, it probably a confidence thing, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. You know, just feeling like you know, who am I to go out and go to these events or, or whatever. Um, but then I guess you just you go and you try and it's you know generally worthwhile. It's interesting that you say that because I mean you know you're in, you're only thirty you're involved in this you know emerging leaders program for philanthropy. I mean, not too many thirty year olds are out there wanting to raise money for any cause. I mean, raising money is such a big taboo mm-hmm. subject with sometimes with mm-hmm. some people. I mean, trying to raise money like for you know the children's hospital, which is such a great great cause. Mm-hmm. I mean. Is it easy for you to ask people for money or is that not part of your your role there? Uh, no, it is part of the role. Yeah. Um, so personally, me talking about me being involved in it, I don't talk about it that much, to yeah. be honest. And that's just my personal preference. Yep. But going and, and sitting down with potential sponsors and, and asking them to be involved, it, it's it's not for me. The money's not for me. The the support's not for me. It's for the, the children in the hospital. Yep. Um, so not really, no. You know, it's they want to be involved, great. We're happy to you know take their support and, and help them get something out of it. Um, which I, th- I think they're all getting a lot out of it, the, the companies that have come on board, which is great. But yeah, not really. No. Beautiful. Now, last question we're going to be asking everyone in this podcast. Uh, what advice would you give to a first-year student? Realise how young you are. I, I, I still try to remind myself that I'm 30. Like, it's not, there's no race, there's no rush, there's no, you know, there's no deadline. And try to enjoy it from a point of view of, you know, yes, there's assignments you do, yes, there's, um, you know, classes you to go to but just try and enjoy it and then mm. get involved in as much as you can you know and meet as many it's really the people that you're going to meet through your degree that are the ones that are that's going to be really important for you no that's great that's great advice now matt thank you so much for coming this morning and uh, sharing a bit of your career we hopefully keen to uh follow i guess the journey of capstone construction and uh, hopefully we we'll get you in again soon but uh you can visit our website for more info on on matt and uh, visit our facebook page for any updates on upcoming podcasts but also if you want a chance to meet matt in person you can meet him at the upcoming recent grad crew cafe on april 5th thanks matty thank you
Thank you for downloading today's podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. At UWA, we help connect alumni with each other in our university through regular events on campus, across Australia and the globe. To ensure you don't miss out on events near you, make sure your contact details are up to date and follow UW Alumni on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. 